Hey everyone, on this episode of the Lobat Podcast, our special guest is Darius Samuel of Street United. Street United is a local nonprofit organization which aims to bring the sport of soccer into the spotlight around Hampton Roads. Darius explains where he got the idea to start the organization and what it's like to run a nonprofit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to us on whatever platform you are listening or viewing from and comment or rate so you can let us know how we're doing. Let's get to it. Here's our chat with Darius from Street United. You are now listening to the Lobat Podcast, a weekly show highlighting members of our local creative community and featuring topical conversations with members of the Lobat production team. We're your hosts, Casey House and Fabian Castaneda. Through our own experiences as musicians, visual artists, and business owners, we saw an opportunity to provide a platform for people just like us to deep dive into what it's like to pursue a lifestyle outside of the norm. Without further ado, welcome to the Lobat Podcast. All right. What up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to the Lobat Podcast, uh, episode three. Uh, episode today, four. Four? Yeah. Episode four. You're right. Yeah. We have so many episodes now. We already, just can't keep track. Yeah, already can't keep track of them. Uh, today, we have Street United uh, represent on uh, today. And we also have Tyler as a return guest. What's up, people? Welcome, guys. How y'all doing? Doing good. Doing, doing good. good. I am really sleepy. <laughs> really sleepy. <laughs> I don't know, understand why or how. Did you work today? Not at all. That's what oh. kills. That's what so, has me so confused. I've done literally nothing all day, and I am exhausted. Man, sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes, no like sometimes, happened. the worst thing to do is nothing because your body never got going. You. you feel that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 definitely harder to get going. I feel like it's it's. I feel like what you're dealing with is what everybody deals with in the morning, but just the entire day. Instead of getting going, and then it's like, all right, I'm moving, I'm up. Like you just never got up. <laughs> I feel that. I've definitely had a few showers at uh, five thirty in the afternoon. Where I'm just like, why am I what? What was the point? That's my life. What was now. the point? That, I, I, I have, I Why have, did I try today? It's I have my late. like three thirty shower. Uh, oh, that, that's that's because no. I wake crazy. up. My I work in my bedroom now, so I wake up and I'm just like, Ugh. and I lay there for a little bit, and I'm like, all right, I roll over, and I take two steps. Now I'm at work, and then uh, by three thirty, I'll. Uh, that's usually when I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take a shower. It's like it's almost like a like a little break. I'll take a shower, and that's it's a good uh, right before the end of my shift. I don't, know. It's, it, it, like, I don't know. If I took started. a shower near the end of my shift like that, like I don't have the luxury of working from home, of course. But if I took a shower at that time, I'd get out of the shower and be like, I don't want to go back to work. I want to like, do something else. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, so uh, something I want to get to is uh, Darius here. Okay. Street United. For those out there who don't know about Street United, tell us a little about yourself and a little bit about what uh, Street United is. Okay. Well, Street United is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, our mission is to give kids and adults and underserved communities the opportunity to play soccer. Um, some people are like, why are you standing up for that? Well, um, growing up, uh, I was introduced to only two sports. That was football, basketball. So my dad told me to play. Hey, you're either going to be football or basketball. Um, it wasn't until I went into high school, I had a good friend uh, named Colin, he introduced me to soccer, and I was like, man, you know what? I'm doing this football thing. I'm not really going to play soccer, man. That My parents ain't really down with that. He was like, you know what? Just give it a try. Man, I went out there, had no touch. But, <laughs> man, when I kicked that ball, I was like, man, this is amazing. Like, 
this is what you guys do all day? I was like, he was like, yeah. So I got into it, man. Little did I know I scored my first goal playing with that. I'm still lit about that. I still remember it. Everybody was like, what? And Wait, hold on. Yeah. You scored a goal like the first like game you Bro, played? Bro, scored a goal first play. I toe-bloated in everything. I, <laughs> I, 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 probably, hardcore. I probably played 100 games, not scored once. Oh, man. Tell you, man. Look, I, I celebrated and everything, and they were like, what? They were kind of angry. Some of the guys on the team were kind of hating. Oh, sure. It's all good, though, man. I yeah. scored that goal. But uh, other than that, man, um, I'm just trying to get uh, the influence, like soccer popular over here because, you know, it's we're not doing anything like special. You know, soccer is already popular worldwide. What we're trying to do is get it popular in the United States, give it the respect that it needs and um, show people the benefits that it can bring, just like football, just like baseball, just like any sport that we play over here in America. So uh, we just want to provide that to the youth that isn't, um, you know, being represented because soccer is played over here, just not played with certain youth that look like me or, you know, look like uh, everybody that makes up the diversity will. So that's pretty pretty much it, what we do. You say you're not doing anything special. I completely disagree. (laughs) I think that like the everything that you guys are doing is the start of something special because Thank you, man. Yeah, like uh, people our age, let's say hypothetically we all didn't play soccer, we got into soccer at our age. We're already 10 steps behind. Yeah. But if you're getting the youth involved and then they grow up with a love of soccer, that's naturally going to push more people into soccer and more people to want to be a part of what you're doing or do something similar or just soccer it, having an, a voice Absolutely, for, for, for younger people. I feel like that definitely is really important and really special. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, man I, I just want to give people the push. I'm not some like... Uh, some people were like, well, you're trying to be like, oh, Moses of the United States with soccer or something. No, man. I'm just trying to give people the push to really dive in and really explore what soccer can be for the United States and, you know, of America. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. proven that in, in Europe, like, yeah. it's huge. It's it <laughs> yeah, really definitely. huge, ridiculously huge. And not only is it massive for adults, but for children. Absolutely. Like, it's like, it's a lifetime. It's a, it's a, it's a. You got people going pro at like 19, 18. Like it's yeah. it's it's crazy. It's their career choice. Yeah. Like and it's not like that in America. Everybody's like go to school, go to college and then you get to choose your career. Yeah. Man, these guys grow out of the womb and they're like I'm a baller. I'm going to play <laughs> soccer for my life. Forget that. I'm going to the academy and I'm going to be a superstar soccer player. Um, you know, the youth doesn't they don't have that opportunity over here, man. It's pretty much uh just Picking like push and shove over here, man. It's just I want to get to my spot where I fit in at. Um, but you know, I think they got it pretty locked in overseas of how like giving these children an opportunity to say, hey, you know what? If you're a baller, you can come to our academy for free. They'll pay mm-hmm. it out, and if you can ball, you can ball. We'll pay for everything, and they give them that opportunity over here. They have to pay their way. Oh yeah, to it. So. That's what Street United is ultimately here for. I just want to give the youth the chance who love the sport and can play the sport and develop themselves to where we can give them the same opportunity to play just like overseas. Yeah, and I think also not only the youth, but the underprivileged and underrepresented youth also because the finances get involved. Yes, man. And then it's like, I don't have all this extra money and time to, after school, go play soccer with my friends. Like, like it's I gotta I gotta work or I gotta take care of my my family or whatever, um, and yeah the the resources don't exist out there so you're literally creating the resource. Yes, man. Um, it it becomes like a just second second nature to people. You know, people automatically 
know like they have I have my car that I can go drive to right now. If I need to go somewhere, you know, I can go drive. Some kids don't have that. Yeah. They don't have the transportation to get there. And you know, they don't have food. Some kids don't know what they're gonna eat next. So, you know, it's just really important to shine the light on those simple issues where people like me right now, I don't currently think about what I'm going to eat next. I can just go into my fridge Mm -hmm. and eat. But those kids, they're worried about this. This is something that they're focused on. They're just focused on survival. So if we can help these kids focus less on those things, we can give them a, a better opportunity, a shot to developing themselves. We just want soccer to be a bridgeway to whatever they can build themselves to be. All right, that's definitely got to be really good for um like the mental health of of these of these uh young uh you know future athletes because you, you know if if they are in in troubled uh situations where they you know they don't get to th- get to do the things that they like to do um having an outlet to just not think about those kinds of things can definitely be beneficial. Yeah, man. Positive community. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely building a lot. Um and that's also why when we so we're similarly our our ideology behind the podcast in general is kind of about giving a voice to people that also may not have a voice in this local area at least starting off yeah. we want to branch out further and everything but that whenever we started creating like all right who would we want to get on like who do we want to talk to you were like fourth or third on our list it was like all right this person, this person we have to get we have to get Darius on yeah, man. because awesome. like you're the, the, the closest connection to somebody doing something that uh, I believe we all admire like tremendously. And I, I have thank a lot you, of interest man. in the you. business side of it too, which uh, if you're comfortable getting into that, I would love to talk about that in a little okay. bit too. But yeah, it, you were, you were one of the first people we wanted to, to get on here. Thank you, man. It's an honor, man. It's an honor being up here. So, um, you know, as you mentioned, you, you early on, you know, you got into soccer when you weren't quite, you know, really raised to be into soccer and you know uh when you decided to um start street united um you had to have identified you know a problem like there might have been a a certain situation was there something that clicked where you said i'm i have to start this because it's it's necessary yeah man um personally for me um i felt like a soccer in virginia i felt like i didn't fit the picture i didn't fit the bill um when i go in the field house I love soccer just like everybody else who pays, you know, their money going to field house. But when people see me play at the field house, I don't fit in. Um, I, they're always like, Oh, you, would you play football? You know, you, you know, you belong, you know, why don't you go play football? Isn't there like a football league? And I felt like, you know, that disturbed me after a while, yeah. it started to stir, you know, something in me like, man, I, I love the sport just like you. So I want to find a place to belong just like them. So, man, I would take that that energy, man, that thought, man, after I scored my, like, three goals that night. <laughs> I'll take that thought, man, and I would just, you know, I want to make a safe haven, not only just for the kids, because sometimes people forget about adults and adults' mental health. Um, a lot of kids who grow up, grow up into the adults that, you know, still have those problems that they uh, suffered when they were youth. So I just wanted to create a place that, these adults who are just like me, who identify just like me, feel like they don't belong in soccer. Give them a place where they do belong in soccer's view. Because soccer doesn't have an eye where they discriminate. You know, soccer is very diverse. It, it attracts everybody. You can see it around the world. And Absolutely. that's why I say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah so I, I've, I, 
we've met before. I don't know if you remember. I've I, I went to one of your pickup games that was outside of uh, Lansdowne High School, and oh man, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> and and I can absolutely speak for the the vast diversity that existed there, and the it was I didn't play. I'm I'm not good enough, oh, honestly. Man. I mean, uh, you can fight, man. You can fight. <laughs> so I but I was just like I just wanted to watch. I just got invited. I was like, hey, let's see what happens. And I, I just went. There's something to do, and absolutely, it was. Uh, a mixture of ages, a mixture of, of of races, cultures, everything. Like like there was also like people standing to the side. Some people were like filming it, or it was just it felt like I was at the startup of something that like really I, I could I I could see the big picture, yeah. and that's actually something that I'm interested in with with your idea of the big picture. Um, obviously, this is a growing concept, a growing company. Um, where you've you've I'm sure you've set goals and hit a lot of them. Yeah. If you had to say like, all right, this is my next like pinpointed. This is what I'm I'm working towards. Like, what's your next big like? All right, this is a next step. Okay, um, we've been really thinking about having a facility, man. Like, uh, getting a location where we can have the adults and the kids come to. That would be um, so cool. Yeah, man. Not only just having a facility because a lot of places like you know a field house is a facility. Yeah. You know, uh, we want to get a bus. Um, this bus would be used for like transportation where we can pick up p- players and people. Whoa. Yeah, man. Um, who don't have like the transportation to get there, man. Yeah. So I feel like that is like a real game changer that uh, a lot of people still don't understand that people don't, the kids don't have transportation yeah. to those areas, man. You look for your soccer fields, you look for the field house, for instance, the location tells you everything about where soccer belongs. Mm-hmm. And I can walk out my neighborhood and I can go find a basketball court. Um, you know, my parents, they live out in Chimney Hill. Shout out to anybody who grew up in Chimney Hill with me. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can walk out and there's a basketball court there. But for me to find a soccer field, I had to literally go all the way to Lancetown yeah. mm-hmm. just to play soccer. So that's the general idea. I want to get to the people, bring the sport to the communities. And that's, that's the big drive for us. Wow. Instead of just coming to us. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. You know, just making it more accessible. Yeah. That's that's a really good. That's an important thing because, you know, things things are becoming more accessible. Like everything about just how um, things are nowadays. You, know, you get food delivered to you nowadays, like whatever you want, and it's just because, you know, there there's there's a there's a need for it, and you obviously show that there is a need for for this sport for the sport of soccer to be just more more. Um, in front of people, and that's really, really cool. Amen. Um, so I, I did have a question. Like when you're when you're organizing your events, like like I've I've never been to one of your events. Sounds really cool. Probably yeah. gonna go to your next one. Oh, awesome. Um, whenever that may be. But like, um, how's it? How how do you, how do you try to uh, map it out? And uh, what does a typical day at one of your events look like for for people that may have not never heard of it? Um. You know, uh, Bria probably knows, but I, I told him that the main thing that is the secret ingredient to Street United is the music. We like to get people to feel comfortable. If the vibe, if the atmosphere, when they walk into, if they don't feel, they hear that music, they don't feel like it in their chest, like, wow, this is Street United, then we didn't do our job. So that is one of the main things that we want. We want the music pumping. We want it in your face. Not only that, we want people to smile, to let them know that, you guys are welcome here. 
we don't you know we don't care about any skill range where you're at because everybody has started off as a beginner in any sport doesn't matter who you are. Messi once was a beginner, even though everybody says he's God. Like, you know, he's, he once started out just touching a ball when he was a baby. So we just want to give those people that chance to, you know, come on in, be inviting, say hello. Uh, for instance, if you guys come out to the rave on Monday nights, you know, shout out to anybody who wants to come out, 7 p.m., uh, 7 to 9. Uh, you walk in, we'll sign you up. Uh, we'll tell you, all right. You can uh, join any team. If you have a team, like if you walked in with players that you want to play with, you can, you're can. you welcome to play with them on a team. But we introduce people that, hey, you know what, we're going to mix up the teams a little bit so you guys can get to know other people around. So you can That's be smart. around different skill levels so you can learn. You know, some people, uh, they dismiss a lot of players uh, who are new to the sport mm-hmm. because they don't particularly know how to play. Uh, but we like to give them to our experienced players, our Street United team. And we teach them how to play the game of soccer while they're there. We give them, we laugh, we oh. joke with them. And that gets them more comfortable with our events. Okay. That, as, as, so uh, speaking on two of those parts, I completely agree with the vibe that existed at the one event that I did, I did go to. Like I said, it didn't, it didn't feel like, because like, I was off to the side with like a lot of the girlfriends for the most part. <laughs> it didn't feel like I was like, like almost like, like moms with their kids playing and they're just sitting there like, oh, my kid's playing soccer or whatever. They were involved too. Everybody was, was involved. Yeah, there was a lot of trading off. Some people would step out uh, for a couple of minutes and then they would swap with other people and it was just constant. Like, I don't, it, you could feel the, the, like you said, the good vibes. Like that absolutely existed there. Yeah, man. Um, I forget what the other point that I wanted to make was. Uh, it'll come back to me <laughs> yeah, at some definitely. point. I did want to actually ask that first goal that you scored. Yeah, man. How old were you? How old was I? Yeah, I was sixteen. You went all the way to sixteen without ever getting a chance to play soccer. Sixteen. Wow. And now you're this involved. Now. Ooh, that's crazy. I grew up playing soccer. Uh, never got very good at it, but I, 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 I never understood it either. So I played when I was like from like four to six or seven. So it was obviously like little well, kids or whatever. That is, but that is prime, like star athlete. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> I, I was I was working like, towards it. I was friends with somebody who was like really coming up in soccer at yeah. that at the same age, but um, he was like a child prodigy uh, or whatever back then. And so my mom was like, "Oh, we'll get you into soccer too or whatever." I, I don't. I was too young. I don't remember. But anyways, I remember they would. <laughs> so our coach would right before the game would be like, "All right, you're gonna play center. You're gonna play defender. You're gonna, like like you're gonna be like left back, whatever." And like. I didn't know any of what that meant. He would tell me, and I would just go on the field. And I would never play the role I was supposed to. Oh, and man. I got most comfortable playing defender because I was a chubby kid, and running constantly was too much. So yep. I was like, I'm going to sit back here and wait. And then whenever they get close, I'm going to sprint, and then I'm going to chill again. <laughs> and then from that point on, defender. That's, that's all I've ever bothered to play. Um, oh, I remember my point now. The, the involvement that you were talking about, yes. uh, uh, in, mixing people up. Yes. I played at the Fieldhouse for a little bit. And not to, I don't want this to come across like I'm talking bad about the Fieldhouse. I think what they're providing is also fantastic. But Absolutely. They, one of the issues that I've, I've experienced um, is their ranking system mm-hmm. seemingly does not... It's not vetted very well. So you can have somebody who is like a team of people that belong in the highest rank 
playing at the lowest rank just because. Yeah. And then you're a team of all new people who are trying to learn soccer and you're friends. It's just a group of friends and some are pretty good, some are not. And so like obviously you're not going to be that good of a team, but you're building. You're building Absolutely. a team and it gets for me part of like I stopped because I was like, I feel like I'm bringing down the team uh, because I'm not that good and I'm out of shape or whatever. And so I wasn't able to keep up. And so I felt like I was a sub that was pulling away from the team. And so I dropped out. Um, but most of that came from the fact that we would play these games against teams that would score like 13 to zero against us or something. And it's like, why are you here? Yeah, Y'all are all people who've been playing since you were kids. You're in college now. You're all fit college bros that, that have been playing for, t- for 15 years. And we're like this bottom ranked team. Yeah. So be, having that idea of mixing it up, I think, is honestly kind of genius. Like that's it's so simple, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, man. It, it keeps away. Uh, I, I think everybody's a witness for it, man. It keeps away the toxicity uh, that sometimes is it's it's in soccer. It's in the sport that we yeah. love. Um, you know, somebody doesn't get the pass they want, the ball they want. They're like, you know, they're gonna say, you know, they're gonna say what they say, but. You know, mixing it up, getting people, you know, uncomfortable to be comfortable, you know, really gets them to get to that good vibe of, hey, you know what, this is different. You know, let me just see how this person plays, how it pushes, it puts them in a different perspective of the sport. You know, they're so comfortable being with their friends and getting the ball that they want, that putting them in a different, you know, scenario like, man, how can we achieve this goal with different people? really puts people in that, you know, that different perspective, that street yeah. united perspective that we want them to be. Definitely. Have. Like just having that, like you said, you know, being uncomfortable to get comfortable. That is a, like, that is a team goal. It really makes, it unifies everyone to make sure that everyone is having fun and reaching the same goal. And that, that takes a lot more work than showing up with all your friends that you've played for years with and you know exactly how to play with them. Um, so that's a pretty cool concept you have going. Amen. Tyler, have you ever, did you ever play with, uh, uh, any of the Fieldhouse teams or anything? Oh, uh, no. They they tried to get me uh, to play for like years, and mm-hmm. I just never had time from work. And also, mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be bad <laughs> for something <laughs> yeah. that people paid for and was like and really serious for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm glad you bring Which, that up because like, I, I I also think the price thing is a huge like people feel like they're like I I agree. I don't want to be wasting people's money. Yeah, or wasting like, your own money. Like how many or, times? Yeah, yeah. Like you pay your you pay for a season and. It's not fun because you are matched up against someone that's, you know, like I'm I'm a new soccer player. I started playing three years ago at the field house with all my friends. He's got yeah. a lot better too. Real quick, I feel like we need to just we all know what the field house is because we are from here. But <laughs> oh, literally no enough. one else that listens to this. <laughs> the Virginia Beach Field House. Yeah, yeah, the Virginia yeah, Beach Pool House, yeah, it's an indoor, it's, indoor it's sports place, facility. So. Right? It's yeah. the place. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're if you're gonna play soccer, like that's it. That's like, the yeah. hub. There, there's a couple other uh um I forget what they're called, but but those are like for experienced players. Yeah. The field house is the closest thing to like a community soccer field. Yeah. But it's indoor, which I I love. I having the walls. Oh man, I hate chasing the ball. The walls <laughs> change the game considerably, though. Yeah, like, it makes oh it really yeah, cool. oh yeah, it's way yeah, more man. tactical. I think. Yeah, yeah I love it personally. Yeah, it's like a hockey, hockey soccer. Hockey, yeah, soccer. yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, it's like when you're on fast breaks, you only got to run that far versus the entire size of <laughs> yeah. like soccer field. Like, whew, I'm, I'm, I've never played outdoor in my life, and I don't think I ever will because that's a that's a long run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I, that's all that I did play way back when. But again, I was a kid. But uh, even just like, there's so many times I've gone with like friends to go. Just like, like we got a soccer ball. We're gonna go to this field. It was kind of speaking to your point on like finding a soccer field. Yeah. They were rarely soccer fields. 
They were just a field. It's just there's grass. It's cut, sort of. We can kick a ball here, and we'll say that's the goal, sort of. Right. Like, yeah, but like basketball, I from where we are currently, I think within a mile there's four different facilities. Uh, Granted, some are schools, but like even in like one of the neighborhoods nearby, there's yeah there's a facility for just just a court for for basketball. Now, I did want to bring up something like um, the accessibility is is you know is something that you're trying to uh, hit on here in in Virginia Beach, like this area. But like, if you hear stories all around the world, that everyone's talking about how soccer in other countries, the reason so many people play it is because all you need is a ball, yeah. as Casey was just mentioning. Yep. Like, why do you think that's not the case here in the U.S., where people feel out the feel the need to have interesting like a whole organization to work with it's not the culture man like the the american culture doesn't back soccer and that's a little bit of the problem soccer is accepted worldwide and that's why it's easy for say your you know local kid in an african town that can you know have a miraculous story where he plays for liverpool now you know shout out to sadio mane oh boy (laughs) let's go um but, you know, in America, that's unheard of. You know, we praise a Christian Pulisic, if everybody knows he plays for Chelsea. My man, white um, chocolate, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had to leave America just to get to where he needed to go. Oh, yeah. So the the point being is that it doesn't just take a ball. It takes a ball. It takes a field. It takes a person to watch the field. It takes a person to say that, hey, you can play here. Because, of course, there's oh, fields man. everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Kicked out right? so many places. Kicked out, right? All the time. Man, you see a nice field. You have a ball. You're like, oh, I'm ready to play. There's nobody here. Nobody's going to be here today. Nobody's going to be here tomorrow. But I can't play on the field. Why is that? You know, it's because it's owned by this company. Everything around mm-hmm. here in Virginia Beach, every inch of land is owned by some company. Oh yeah. They're going to tell you that they're trespass you're you know you're trespassing. You know, mm-hmm. it isn't until you have to pay some sort of fee that oh yeah, you can play here. And that's the problem. That's the that's the thing for these kids. They're being boxed into their houses now. You know, they you know, when I was younger, I used to be able to go outside and play like that. You hardly don't see kids go outside. It's not safe anymore either. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a totally different culture that is built for I believe outside of the states that soccer is acceptable to play on the street. You can play it anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can pick up somebody's gonna be like, hey, yeah, I'll play soccer with you. You know, the whole community gets in on it. Here, no one's really gonna play soccer. They're gonna be like, oh, he's just dribbling a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. But if I have a football, you're gonna be like, hey, throw me a catch. Somebody randomly gonna be like, hey, throw me a ball. Yeah. Or if you have a basketball, hey, yeah. let me get a shot in. You know, let me get it's one. It's so shot much in. more str- I have I do not have hands. It is so stressful. Somebody throws me a ball. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like, especially if it's I'm, in front I'm about of other to embarrass people. Myself uh, yeah, right now. <laughs> man. One of my worst memories is uh, I was like a junior in high school. I think we played we played kickball in the gym. Ball went up, and I used to stand behind this dude Izzy. Shout shout, shout out uh, Izzy, uh, uh, Sifa Lienda. I think is how you pronounce his uh, his, his rap name. Uh, he, anyways, I used to stand behind him all the time because he could catch. Yeah, I couldn't. So I'd be like, all right, ball comes over here. He's gonna catch it. One time he didn't. I don't remember why. I think he walked away or something. Ball coming right for me, and I was like, "I can't not try." Right? Tried, hit me, bounced out of my hands. Everybody was like, "Oh!" And they got like started making fun of me or whatever. Oh man, nightmare. Oh, Soccer ball man. though, like you, you miss a kick, it's like yeah, it's your feet. 
it's less natural i guess i don't know people expect less i don't know what it is i just i'm not as embarrassed if i completely well if i completely miss sure but like if i just get a bad kick or whatever i don't know not as embarrassing just not as embarrassing yeah man it's just like that man and i think you said cypher yeah cypher yeah yeah, yeah yeah i know him man i know him i went to school with him too really you yeah. went to land sound yeah okay well, what uh what year Absolutely. 2012 oh i graduated 2012 okay. oh really yeah yeah did I? Oh, see, that's what's up, man. I, I was, see, I was, I was, world, I was quite yeah. to myself in yeah. high school, so Yo. it's not like I ignored him. Right. <laughs> yeah, Cypher was in my, uh, uh, he was in my grade. Oh, um, that's what's up. And uh, yeah, I knew him for years. Um, I haven't seen him since. Uh, it's yeah, been a while, but yeah, he's doing rap things. Yeah, he, he I mean, he's out there. Yeah. I, I follow his Instagram, and and I, I ran into him when I was getting a haircut uh, a couple years ago. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, I got this thing going." I forget what he told me, but I, it was it was enough that I, like I think he said he had a song that had like. Like eight hundred thousand streams or something. Streams. I was like, "All right, dude, cool. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, He's you're doing forward. stuff." Yeah, I saw him meet with like Meg the Stallion and stuff like that. I was like, oh, "Whoa, wait, did he really?" <laughs> yeah, the real Stallion, man. It's it's a picture with him with the real Stallion. All right, like, okay. Virginia man. Beach coming up, dog. It should. Rappers needs and soccer to. now, bro. Yeah, not not, only, us, not bro. only is he a rapper, he's also a dancer and like really? a good dancer. Yeah. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, he used to. He's so outgoing too. I love. I miss him. Uh, but. <laughs> Something I wanted to ask about too, because we were talking about how like not only is it not safe in general to to be out as much, but obviously COVID as well. Um, with what you're doing, do you think do you think more people are going to come out once this calms down? Do you think it's going to have a negative or a positive impact? Like, what do you kind of think it might happen? Um, I'm shooting for the positive, man. I think the fact that we could even do this in a time of a pandemic that uh. People can even uh, trust us with their kids. Uh, if you guys know, we did grassroots clinics. Uh, it started out with three kids, and then we went all the way up to having like 10 kids. Mm. Now, you know, that's the limit that we're able to have. That is cool. Um, you know, it just shows that, you know, when we get out of this pandemic thing, you know, I feel like it's, it is going to blow up. Uh, people are going to look at our message and be like, hey, you know, this is something that we can get behind. I just feel like, you know, we have a more important mission, a more important goal, and that's getting this pandemic, this uh, COVID thing under, under wraps. Yeah, get it behind yeah. us, yeah. definitely. Getting everybody vaccinated and, you know. One thing, one thing I wanted to, uh, I've been wondering about is, I know you guys mainly do things in, like, Virginia Beach. Um, so, for those that don't know, Hampton Roads is seven cities. Yeah. Um, so have you thought about, like, stretching things out to Portsmouth or Newport News, Norfolk? Uh, absolutely, man. Um, um Sorry that I haven't uh, shared that with y'all, but we have worked with Norfolk. Uh, we work with a nonprofit organization, Teens with a Purpose. Uh, shout out to them too. Um, you know, we work with the teens out there. Uh, we get them playing soccer and stuff like that when they're cool. done doing their TikTok thingy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get them out there playing soccer. But yes, we do have uh, goals of stretching the Hampton Roads area. Um, we just want to be able to provide all kids, you know, throughout the Hampton Roads, you know, ability to go play soccer oh, but, um, yeah definitely but at this rate that's going to happen yeah um yeah with, with having uh you know it already shows that it's growing with your with your having 10 kids now like that you're at the yeah. limit that's yeah man that's crazy how how uh how do you guys well, work around uh you know social distancing things like that obviously soccer you you can take take up a lot of space but uh working with kids obviously it's gonna be a little bit tougher um Absolutely. so how does how does that work for you Oh, you know, man, it's just uh, following the guidelines. Uh, the guidelines change every day. <laughs> um, but it's just working with those guidelines and, you know, making sure everybody has their mask on, making sure everybody 
stays a safe distance. Luckily, soccer is played with their feet, so it's really easy. It's really, uh, you know, easy to clean the balls after they're done, make sure that they're in their space and we're passing the ball at a distance. Um, I feel like other sports have a disadvantage with that, like using like football, basketball, because it's one ball. But with soccer, you know, everybody can have their own ball and kind of practice, you know, from a distance, mm -hmm. you know, passing the ball. Basketball, you got to use your hands. Football, you got to use your hands. Definitely. But, you know, with soccer's feet. So yeah, I know one pretty thing. much good. You said they have to have their masks on the entire time? Uh, Yeah, for most of it, unless they're, you know, a safe distance away. Oh, you know, man. Six Those kids away. are going to have wind. They're going to have they're going to have lungs when they get <laughs> yeah. to play. Absolutely. <laughs> they are That's never going to get tired ever again. Yeah, I can run like man. 13 miles now. Like, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm running. That's how they're doing in the it. schools, man. That's how they got them in the schools. Kids are doing PE with their mask on. So it's a new thing. Yeah, that's school's a whole other aspect of of this that's been so interesting to me. I know whenever uh, some people were staying, whenever the schools were shut down, um, my friend's nephew, um, he's in elementary school, I think like fifth grade or something, and uh, he called uh, my friend uh, who uh, just just to talk to him. It's his uncle, so he was just like, "Hey, like, what's up?" or whatever. And they started talking about school, and he he was like, "Yeah, I had PE today," and he was like, "How does that?" work with you staying home and he said he basically has like two hours where he go he just has to go outside and just be active and i was like that's that's so sad yeah. like that's so that bums me out because it's like he's not getting the interaction yeah, with other people which is another aspect of this that i feel like people are get are, are potentially getting provided now also like even after covid is gone and like you can have more people around. That's like I feel like that's such a important part of of what you're creating is the community aspect, the safe, happy, friendly community aspect. Amen. Especially because I, I I've I've been around like basketball and football and and soccer and everything, and I definitely personally my experience has been that the the like vibe around soccer is always a lot more friendly. I don't know if it's because it's less like. People aren't viewing it as like this is gonna be my life. It's just fun, yeah. Uh, which they should view it as potentially their life. I wish that was an opportunity, but I don't know. Uh, I I definitely feel like. Uh, I mean, I think part of that is because like basketball and football are so like, like every day you watch the NFL, the or every year you watch the NFL or NBA draft, and it's like this kid from like some random town no one has ever heard from mm -hmm. in the middle of America is now like a first round draft pick for I don't know the Patriots or. A, or like the Miami Heat or something like that just happens every day, Amen. and I like I don't does like the MLS like have a draft like I don't know I've never yeah like, I, I honestly don't really know what just, exists out there yeah for, I, the I don't know how soccer works in America it's crazy like, I know exactly. I know Darius can, yeah. I know Darius can like probably explain this a lot better than me but like um I I mean I follow I probably follow sports the most out of uh, low bat definitely things. more than me yeah, yeah so um but like I can tell you exactly how baseball, basketball, and, 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 and football work when it comes to, you know, development and, and, and getting it into a position to be drafted and things like that. Soccer, all I know is it's not as good as around the world. Yeah, it's, it's just it's the opportunities aren't there. I mean, how does, how does it differ in the U.S.? Paid academies. You really? Pay. Just straight up. Paid academies. You get good enough to get some, get some time, to, you know, in high school, get good enough, you get a college. After you go to college, you go to a paid academy. Paid meaning they're paying, not no. they're getting paid. No, meaning that you have to pay. Oh, yeah, your way okay. into soccer. Yeah, uh, that's you know that that alone US is culture. so crazy to me yeah. because that per, that 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 player now is twenty two. 
yeah. before getting to an academy. Where yeah, ju- just to get started. Like, really? Just to get started. Just to get started. <sighs> just to get started. And to not make it. Like, the chance right. of not that, making it. And lose money. So far you're paying for it. Money you're paying. That doesn't make any sense to me, man. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it, uh, it makes perfect sense to me because I, I know the country that I live in, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. and the, the culture surrounding it. So is, so is this the, the declaration of a Street United Academy coming in like 10 years? <laughs> We've got to pay we'll to get in? That. We'll no. talk about that. No. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. in the works. So uh, speaking of, uh, obviously the facility is the next big step, which I... From an outsider's perspective, think that makes perfect sense, yeah, especially because of how hard we've talked about how hard it is to find places to play. Um, if you were to say, um, however many years down the road, whenever you decide to step away from Street United, retire, yeah. is there something in your mind that you picture that you want to leave it as, uh, whether it's um, a, a local league, whether it's worldwide? Like, how big are you? Are you envisioning this thing? What What's kind of the end goal? Uh, to be honest, man, I, I told the people that are currently helping me now, for me to know that Street United is successful, it's for us to go out of business. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> for for me to know that soccer is accessible everywhere, Street United wouldn't be needed anymore. It would be nice. with everyone around in America. Soccer would be available. And wow, that's, that's a good answer. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just blew Casey's mind. Man, that makes so much sense. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people think I'm, you know, I'm in it for, some people are like, oh, you're just in it for the opportunity. No, man. Like, you know, I, f- I found this as my purpose. Like, you know, how great would it be that I can help the next Messi, American Messi, get to his goal because I started Street United and said, I, I want to help him. And I feel that that right there is validation for me, man. You know, yeah. purpose in my life. So that's what I want to do. So that's how I know it would be successful. It sounds like you've gotten a lot of pushback from people, which uh, makes no sense. Yeah, man. Uh, that's it. I don't like, why would anybody? that? I mean, that culture goes with like, so we're, we're both musicians. Yeah. And we've kind of not really, neither of us are, are huge musicians or anything or had anything that big. But we see in the culture a lot. Um, money grab, like yeah. people, people saying you're just trying to make, and it's like, why is that frowned upon? Money grab, sure, but if it should be a living, yeah. So anybody that's like, oh, you're in it for the opportunity, you should also be provided an opportunity for creating this. Not like, I don't know that 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 kind of like idea has always bothered me. So it goes with creators, YouTube uh, artists, anything that you can imagine that isn't just like a nine to five. Yeah, it's always like, oh, you're in it for the money. It's like. So what? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to make money, but look at what I'm doing with that money. Exactly. Like, I'm creating something that's going to last, that's going to be good for the culture of the country in general. Like, yeah, that's that bothers me. That's crazy. You've you've run into so much pushback. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it's it's the whole. Uh, he's American. You know, he's mm. he's an American guy trying to do this thing with soccer. Who does he think he is? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that that's the kind of or you know ordeal that I'm dealing with. Uh, I run into a lot of people that feel like it's fake, like maybe like, you know, my love for soccer is fake, but that's actually what Street United's combating. I'm trying to mm. get people to feel like they can get into soccer. And I feel like, you know, shout out to like the Premier League, because I feel like they're really trying to get America involved into soccer, at least like with their uh, how they're trying to broadcast the channel, even though it can be a little money grab, a little peacock thing. Yeah. But still, you know, it's the... 
it's the attempt, how they're trying to at least get the American culture into soccer and get it caught up. But, you know, it's it will always be a problem if people feel like, you know, they're better than these, you know, other people who aren't playing soccer. You know? I, I just have one quick thing. So when you say that, you know, that this is the it's fake because he's American, I don't mean to assume, but it does sound like that this comes from someone that isn't from the U.S. So that means like. Are you talking? So are you talking to, like, organizations outside of the country as well? To, um, it's not. It's actually it's not the organizations outside the country, man. Actually, I get a lot of support from South American, like you know, from Brazil. Like I got a lot of support from players from Brazil, like your street ballers. They're all like, "Yo, this is great that you're doing this." It's actually people here in America that uh, is looking at this and is like, "What? What are you doing? You know, why are you doing this for?" the people and i'm like man you know for someone to be you know so privileged to not see the issue that there's a lot of people who cannot get involved in the sport or do not even want to play the sport they have the passion to play it but don't want to play it because of the community that it that is surround in soccer to where they outcast these people oh you didn't play soccer when you were younger nope we don't want to play with you that's 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 just how it is man yeah, I think it it ties into a like like that privilege. It ties into a lot of uh, like they they just they they don't they don't see the opportunity. They yeah. they grow up in, in, surrounded by privilege, and so the only thing that they view potentially is is what's the opportunity for 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 money, and soccer in the U.S. really isn't it in most yeah. cases. So, but they see like their parents working these these nine to fives typically or whatever, uh, slaving away for a company, and they're like. That's my life. I go to college and then work as whatever, and it's it's sad to see the the yeah, disconnect, man. for sure. Um, that's actually something we were talking about uh, right before you got here. Was like, imagine if if just hypothetically money wasn't that much of an issue, and yeah. then people had more instead of working nine to five, people had more time to. F- like, I think a lot of inventions, a lot of art, a lot of just like human creations would. don't exist because the person who may have had the opportunity or the potential to create it didn't have the opportunity to they were spending all their time working they were tired Mm -hmm. didn't have the money whatever and that's obviously in the form of soccer again is kind of what it seems like street united can provide yeah man uh we you know i had a lot of time uh during uh lockdown uh, when schools was out where i could really uh help street united get to the point that it was at um i found myself again like you know like you said working a nine to five just saying that hey i'm just gonna work this job this is what it's gonna be it wasn't until i quit my job where i was like man i'm done with this where i actually started to think like hey i can make a business for myself and you know it wasn't until my experiences with soccer to where i was like hey maybe i can make a soccer business you know maybe for guys like me and when I had that time during lockdown, being a PE teacher, doing virtual learning, you know, I only had like three classes during mm-hmm. the day. It was a lot more time that I had on my hand. And I was like, wow, you know, what am I going to do with all this time? And then it came to me. I was like, why don't I write up the business plan for Street, you know, Street United? At the time, it wasn't even Street United. It was it was like some, I, I don't even remember the name. <laughs> you remember the name? I forgot what we came up with. And I just drew, I just remember drawing the logo for Street United. It was just some random soccer ball with some little cities and stuff. And I was like, you know, this is going to be big. You know, let me put some more time in this. 
and here we are. Street United. So nice. So getting into the business side of things, I I'm very interested about your early first steps of all right, this is an idea. Uh it's a community based idea, but how does it bridge the gap to business? Right. Actually involving uh, investors, outside companies, whatever is needed. So those first steps, walk me through like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take action now to make this a real business. Right. Um, I really got all my steps from experiences working with like a uh, childcare, like businesses. Mm-hmm. So I work for YMCA, which is a nonprofit. I've Didn't know been, they were a nonprofit. Yeah. Huh. Uh, well, I work for your YMCA. I work with the city. Um, it's called OST, which is out of school time program. So I got the chance to be in a manager position and see how it works and how, you know, it functions. So when I went with Street United, I kind of knew all the steps of, hey, this is what I need to do. Um, I knew that, you know, I need to hit up the IRS and do a, a application for, you know, uh, non-exempt so that we don't get taxed for the things we do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the biggest thing for us that everything that we do is not taxed because, you know, we're doing it for the community. It's mm-hmm. a service. So once I got that application done, it was kind of like an open door for me. When they see, when businesses see that you're serious about a nonprofit, like you filled out the application and you sent that in and the IRS give you approval, they're kind of like, hey, we're willing to work with you. That's why it was so easy to get in contact with like your Boys and Girls Club and, mm-hmm. you know, how we got the thing with them, your teens with a purpose because they see that you're actually serious. So it's just getting down to doing the actual paperwork. You know, the application's long. You know, <laughs> I'm sure. it's it's pretty lengthy, you know, to go through and type out everything. But, you know, with the internet, man, everything is accessible to everybody now with the internet. That's one thing that's really good that uh you can look up on the internet how to start a nonprofit and they got it for you. One, two, three, what to do. And you just fill out the application and you go, man. So those first couple companies that read did do you reach out to them? Do they reach out to you? Oh, absolutely, man. I, I did like a mass, like Oh, hey, called everybody? My name <laughs> emailed <is> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, man. So I just literally, um, that's another thing, man. I, I think that's the step to, you know, anybody who's aspiring to be a business owner or see is to step out on faith. Send that message. Send that, hey, I have a business idea. I need help. You know, because a lot of people are going to look at the message and be like, you know, he or she is not serious. Mm-hmm. And they're not serious about this. But you're going to get that one person who is sees your message and is serious, and they're going to help you out. That's that that helped me out in my favor too. So is there is there a give and take with those, or is it simply like almost like a grant or a? Uh, I'm sure there's a better word for it, but but like what I mean by that is, let's say Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. is like we're going to help you out. We're going to sponsor this event or something. Mm-hmm. Is there a an agreement of like cool? So we're gonna put your name here. We're gonna talk about you this much. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. It's in a. It's uh. Sometimes it can be a contract. Sometimes it can just be a verbal agreement. Like, hey, you know what? We're gonna put Street United on our webpage. You know, if you do a clinic, and you're like, cool, and then you just put it on your webpage. And then sometimes there's an agreement, kind of like uh, we did a fundraiser at Walser Hunt where they actually wrote out like, hey, you know what? You sign this and you get this check for the fundraiser that we're having and we're going to advertise Street United on our Instagram page. So there's more things that are like that. Some are just verbal agreements. It depends on the company or organization you're working sure. for. Yeah, I'm sure it depends on the size too. A lot of them, like smaller companies are yep. just like, nah, it's cool. We'll just like 
we agree, but the big companies are like, mm. yep. <laughs> no, we, we have contracts. Paper, paperwork. <laughs> we contracts. have a department for that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh, okay. So I have a question for you. Just yeah, about, uh, the idea of stepping out on faith. Yeah. So like, how long from that mass email, like, blast of just emailing nonprofits and other companies to work with, around how long did it take for you to start getting momentum? Into- uh, three months. Three months. Three okay. Months. Wow, that's a lot of anticipation. Three months, man. Um, I I think the biggest thing that these companies or businesses want to see is that you're serious. Um, because anybody can have the passion a week, you know, for a week and be like, I want to do this. And, you know, we, I'm sure we met those people. They're like, hey, I'm going to do this for a week. And then the next week they're like, nah, you know, I kind of mellowed out. They want to see that you're actually serious. So even when I sent my message out to your Boys and Girls Club, I didn't stop there. I didn't say, hey, I'm going to wait for their answer. I kept on doing what I can do. Mm-hmm. And I kept on doing the missions that, you know, anything that I can reach. And then that third month, they were like, hey, you know, this seems serious. You seem like you have a good head on your shoulders. You know, we'll take you. You know, we'll give you that chance, the opportunity to, you know, bring your service to our kids. Okay, so that that was going to be my next question, but specifically something somebody like Boys and Girls Club. So it's almost like instead of it be being like just a sponsorship of an event, it's like no, we're like we're going to work together. Our kids that have interest in soccer potentially are going to get involved in Street United. Absolutely, man. Okay, yeah, that's 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 that seems like a no brainer type of yeah. Uh, uh, partnership. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay. So, and as far as the facility goes, what? How far away do you think you are from actually having a a, a real place? Big question, and, but yeah, and see, these things are kind of difficult because uh, I would say a facility is realistically obtainable in a ten year frame. Sure, in a ten year frame of us having our own facility, but dealing with grants, um, like I said, we're a five hundred one c three. That means that we can now tap into government grants. Mm-hmm. That's the government funding. Um, if you land one of those bad boys, I mean, you can get yourself two facilities. Oh, right, sure. right. <laughs> you know, um, if they believe in your mission, you know, it's all about having that grant writer um, and making sure that they under, you know, they write it well and see if they get it, man. Okay, so they are, they are pitching you to to these grants. Yeah, and you just got to hope to be accepted. Yeah, man. That's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. It's just like it's just like. Uh, Selling a dream to somebody. If you can sell a dream to yeah. someone, um, like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Wolf of Wall Street, you can sell a dream to someone. You can get a whole thing behind you. Just watch that movie for the first time. Really? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember how long ago it was. Um, uh, last month, maybe. Okay. Um, woo! Yeah, <laughs> phenomenal movie. Wow, so good. Such a good movie. Uh, anyways, um. Such, such, this such a good movie. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was genuinely blown away by it. Uh, it, and not because it it the concept of it or anything. It entertained me the entire time, which I struggle yeah. with movies. Isn't it like a longer movie? It's too? Like long too. Yeah. It, the entire I never got bored. The entire <laughs> movie, I never got bored at any point. So, okay, so you're talking about tapping into like government grants. The thing yeah. is, is I don't think they know this, but you already you already had a whole tournament. Like <laughs> planned, like sponsored by the city of Virginia Beach and like a couple of other organizations that yeah. I don't remember. Like you've already done all of this. Yeah. 
So like, how do you? Who do you like contact at the city to be like, hey, I want to run this tournament. Can you pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> you like, Getting hey, you straight couple, down to the real question. You got a couple dollars for me? <laughs> hey, <laughs> how are you paying for this? <laughs> uh, credit or debit? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, a lot of things is is just from uh, experiences, man. Like, I work with the city. So, you know, when I told you I work with OST, uh, I work with uh, the rec center. So I knew the right people to go with. And that's like one of the big things is who you know. I know everybody says like, oh, in business, you know who you know. Mm-hmm. It's serious. It who really you know is. is. It like, absolutely yeah. is. Unfortunately, so, but exactly. it's just the way it works right now. Exactly. So I emailed the right people, sent that email, said, hey, this is what I got going. This is who I'm supporting. They said, wow, this is great. We got it's you. Just, just like that. It's, it's as easy it's as it is. Yeah. But like it all starts with the fact that you have a really, really good program that makes so much sense. Absolutely, like, man. Just being like, this is for the people that don't have the opportunity and I want to provide an opportunity. Like, how do you say no to that? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it would be it would be pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Come in front of Rex. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like, hey, look at this incredible thing. And they're just like, nah. Like, Are you sure? Because <laughs> I post you guys said no. And <laughs> you're gonna get some bad publicity. Like so like when this I don't want to say when COVID blows over, but when thing when people can go outside again safely, are you gonna are you going to get the tournament going back up again? Absolutely. That's, that was, that's already that was the, the thing that was going on right before COVID started, right? Right before. And then and then didn't happen because of COVID. Yeah. Man. Man. Feels how bad, much dude. how much planning? I'm, I'm going to make you feel bad for a second. How much planning went into that? <laughs> it was a lot of planning. I'm sure. It <laughs> was Mon- a lot. Weeks, months? Months. Oh, it was a lot geez. of planning. It was a man. lot of planning. Oh, we're going to have mean, a money grand prize and everything, man. We're going to really? have merch wow. for them. Yeah, okay. man. That that's one of the big things that I wanted to do for people, you know, give them an incentive, you know, for playing. Yeah. You know, something fun. You know, the community needs it. You know, we don't have anything like that here. You hear about those kind of tournaments in like Miami, California, New York. But you know, Virginia Beach is a good spot to do it too. So, you know, I just wanted to Definitely turn up, is. you know. Not yeah. that it trans translates that well, but um in a similar vein of something that was not not taken seriously in the US was uh, um like gaming tournaments yeah. and those now have like millions of dollars in, in payouts at the end of them yeah. and are start. And because of like, it sucks, but like money talks. Yeah. And whenever you have people out there winning millions of dollars, it's like, okay, now national TV is going to get involved. Now yeah. real big name sponsors are going to get involved. And so unfortunately that's kind of a, a byproduct of I, I, what would have potentially happened with what you were trying to do. Yeah. It's like, Oh, money's involved. All right. Yeah. One of the, unfortunate well it's a, it could be viewed as, as a positive I, what i would hope is that because hopefully the energy is going to be at an all-time high after covid because everybody wants to go outside and do something you might have more luck yeah. it might be a speedier process to create that tournament and yeah. get more people signed up and maybe have a bigger one or have two or whatever it may be yeah man uh you know some people look at this as a you know, some people can see it as like a, a downfall that COVID happened, you know, for your business and a tournament didn't happen. I honestly see it as a blessing, man. We was able to focus on our mission and able to help the kids during this time. So, you know, when people see the other things we have planned, because, you know, some people are like, are you just doing this? I'm like, nah, man, we got tournaments. We're going to have leagues. We're going to have a whole bunch of stuff come out. So that's what I was be, curious about. It's, it's, it's going to be really crazy. So we have a whole bunch of ideas and we're already working with the city already so soon nice. as covid's over can you tell us a little bit about the team that's like helping you i know we've met a couple uh from like sheets that we've done with you we've met a yeah. couple of the people that you work with that like help you 
um how did you like meet them you know what do they how do they help you yeah man like, um a lot of people came to me man like you know i would come to the field house and uh they would be like, yo, you're the guy who's doing the Street United thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and, you know, they're like, yo, you know, I would love to help. Um, they, they'll come out and help. Uh, like we uh, just have Jordan. We had Jordan Davenport and uh, his fiance come out. And they were like, man, you know, I love the way that you're doing things. And, you know, we have a love for kids, man. And they wanted to have a facility of their own. So it's kind of crazy how Street United, uh, the people that, come and volunteer, you know, they always had a ambition and dream to have like their own building or facility where their friends and, you know, their peers can have a place to play soccer and be themselves. So it kind of just fits right on in, in the mission of street United and how it goes. So that's how our team got together stuff like that. That's real cool. Okay. Real quick. When you, when you go to the field, you went to the field house, and people were just like, "You're the Street United guy." You felt cool. You felt cool as hell, didn't you? Uh, mm. Nah, you nah, cool nah, nah, not cool as hell. I was kind of <laughs> like, uh, you know, skeptical. Like, what do they think about me? You know, I hope that you know they're supporting the cause. You know, that's more of how I am. Like, I hope you you're with me with this and not against it. That frustrates me that that has to be your mentality because of the pushback you've gotten. Even though, from my point of view, there's nothing but a positive outcome there's nothing but positivity coming out of it yeah man yeah man i'm just i'm just looking to make as many friends as i can man i need all the support <laughs> oh I definitely and it's just if you think about it like how many like jordan obviously had the same vision of having a facility that's yeah. accessible how many other people really do also have like inklings of that vision and it took you to like just be like well let's let's do it yeah and just can be you can spearhead it and then you're gonna have support because there are countless of people that want to do something or at least help out or something like that. So yeah, I can man. definitely see that happening. And piggybacking off of that question you said, man, like, you know, did I feel special? It's it's kind of like, it's like, no, you know, I feel that it isn't anything, you know, special what I'm doing. Like I said, I feel like, you know, worldwide, they have already been on this already. Yeah. Uh, what I do want to you know, do is get people, because I know people have already thought about this. They thought about, man, soccer is really expensive. Man, I just paid for my team thing, and it's really expensive. So I know people are thinking about this thing. i just trying to get everybody to be like, I'm going to do something about it, because a lot of people talk about it, mm -hmm. but you need the doers to be able to change things, and that's what I need, a team who is confident in their doers, and then Street United will surely grow. There's something that uh, uh, Tyler brought up, which we haven't talked about at all, which is the fact that um, obviously you're familiar with Lobat. You've worked with Lobat with uh, certain videos. And um, I was curious about, I actually don't know how you got involved. Like how, was it Ethan? Was it somebody else? How did you get introduced to Lobat in general? Man, I'm not even sure how we got into it. <laughs> really? I, I, I love the fact. I think I, I think I noticed that, uh, I noticed you guys' Instagram. I think I, I think I noticed your guys' Instagram through Ethan because I played against Ethan at the field house on the team, and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is the same guy at the field house." I was mm. like, "Oh, he has his own production thing." I was like, "You know, maybe we can, you know, reach out and you know, maybe they can help us because that's another big thing with Street United is using local local businesses and local, you know, things because I feel like you know we need to put Virginia Beach on the map bigger than what it is now. You know, a lot of people go outside of Virginia Beach and don't give back. But shout out to Pharrell, though. <laughs> Yo, that's literally what this podcast is about. Yep. It's about growing up this area. We have so many 
cool people that have cool talents, cool ideas, cool businesses. And we're just like, they, we, they need to be able to talk about it. And I feel like that this, uh, low bat podcast can be, uh, the hub and make that happen. Um, we're all about helping out our community and giving everyone a voice. And I think we all agree that, 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 that mindset, um, of Virginia beach, uh, needs someone to give back to it, um, is a very important thing that we've been lacking. Yeah, we've talked about it on some of the previous podcasts that that is like, it was, it, it, Ethan and I went to Red Robin, okay. uh, as, as you do, you do. Yeah. And, we, and, and we sat down and we realized we, we both kind of mentioned a podcast in conversation and it's something that I wanted to do just, I don't really know why, I just did, I just felt like I wanted to talk to people and he was like, oh yeah, I've wanted to do it for this and then I was like, why are we talking about it? We we have the resources, let's do it and then and, and then we did. But like behind that, we were like, well, why? And then we we kind of thought about the fact that Virginia Beach has so much culture and so much incredible music, art, businesses. Like it, 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 it it's lately uh, from what we've been doing, it's been mostly like musicians or, but like people like you or anybody who has a business, pretty much anybody mm-hmm. that has a story to tell, somebody that has something interesting, is kind of the the point. We want people to like you could do interviews. And that it's going to be like, what was this like? Okay, and, and, and it's going to be like yeah. about five, ten minutes. But my goal, at least, is to have it be as conversational as possible. We'll talk about the business, the brand, as much as needed. But it's also like a place for people to get to know who who you are yeah. um, and who anybody else is that we, that we bring on. So um, I, I completely agree. I think there's an untapped market in Virginia Beach, yeah. um, just like you do with soccer. Um, and we're just trying to help give people a place to talk just like you're trying to give people a place to play absolutely man and i thank you guys for having me up here man this is, oh, this abs- is great absolutely oh yeah man. like i said you were one of the first people we wanted to get on so. <laughs> and uh and and this won't be your first time or your only time on yeah man we, we absolutely whenever stuff starts kicking back up and we got, we got a something big, to talk big about event coming up you know? oh yeah we got to get you back on so we can talk more word i'm there Perfect, perfect. All right, well, thank you so much for, for coming. Thank you, yeah. Tyler, for sitting in with us yes, also. thanks, Tyler. Last, last minute decision. Real, real quick, um, though, can you tell people when uh, when uh, your pickup games are? Oh, oh yeah, please. Absolutely. Um, we have uh, pickup games every Monday. Uh, we start at 7 p.m., and it runs to 9 p.m. You guys can come on out. We got music. Be a good time. Doesn't, doesn't matter if you play soccer. Doesn't matter if you, you know, you don't have anything to do just come on out dance talk with us and have a good time man we'll link to some of your socials and stuff and we'll talk after if there's anything else you want because i want to plug anything like it, uh, also besides that if there's anything else you want to plug before we get off of here like tell anybody anything that you you're working on anything like that okay man um like i say uh, you guys can uh find out any information about us uh you can follow our instagram or facebook it's uh at street united it's a uh, str Three, three, T, United. Uh, follow us, and uh, you guys can see everything that we're doing in our community as far as with the kids. Um, we really need you guys' help, uh, support, following, liking, sharing our videos, and uh, buying some of our merch, man, just to share it. All right, guys. Awesome, man. Thank you, Darius. It was a pleasure to meet you. I had a chance to meet you. Um, and uh, for all of the listeners and the viewers, I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out, and we'll see you, uh, see you next time. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Thank you.
turned out to be a, a perfect. That was so cool. I looked over at Ethan and Ethan.